0: Welcome to Real Brave and Unstoppable. Here, you'll hear stories and inspiration about showing up in the world authentically and having the courage to create the life you want. I'm your host, Courtney Rivard. I'm a mom, recovering engineer, lover of the outdoors, and professional life coach. I help smart women, just like you, live happier lives full of purpose and joy by empowering them to love who they are, get unstuck, and take action toward creating the life they dream of. In other words, I help them be real, brave, and unstoppable. It is possible and you can do it too. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Real, Brave, and Unstoppable. This is episode number 76. I'm actually re-recording this. My software that I use to record and edit my podcasts, it's amazing, but it totally failed me. When I went to edit the episode yesterday, I I, I couldn't open the the project and I can't recover it. So I'm going to re-record it because I like the idea of the episode. So I'm re-recording it. When I recorded this before, I talked about how I got COVID, and I'm still kind of recovering from COVID, vaccinated, but uh, it's still, it wiped me out, and I still have this cough, so I'm going to try not to cough. (laughs) I'll edit the coughs out if I cough, but... The recovery, like feeling tired is such a real thing. I've heard people talk about it before, but uh, I think I'm finally starting to feel like normal. The last couple of days I've been able to do yoga and my daughter had it too. So she had to, to isolate for 10 days is what the school says. The CDC says five days, but the school is 10 days. So she was finally able to go back to school today. And normally I will go for a run after I walk her to school, but... Um, just trying to take care of myself and not overdo it, that's, that's a tendency I have to like think, oh, I feel better, and then do too much, and then I'm knocked out, <laughs> which is what happened to me over the weekend. I went for a hike on Saturday, just a little hike, and on Sunday, I literally took like four naps. I was so tired. So I think I'm starting to finally get back to normal, but yeah. So enough about me. <laughs> Today, I want to talk about time. So many people that I talk to want to change their lives really badly, like they're in jobs that they don't love, they're in relationships they don't love, they don't feel happy, you know, they just want to feel like they're living their life, not just existing and like running on a hamster wheel. The people I talk to, like they want to feel alive, badass, they want like to feel free, inspired. But the problem that people run up against is we have all these excuses why we can't do that for ourselves. we can't because well, I want to offer to you that all of those things that you want in life you're not gonna you're not ever going to have any of them if you're not willing to commit to doing things differently to get them. There are no free lunches, as they say. A quote I love is from Albert Einstein. The quote is, we cannot solve problems with the same thinking that created them. In other words, you need to change your thinking or the way you do things to change the results you get. And the reason I want to talk about that today is because a lot of people I talk to are hanging on to old thinking that causes them to stay stuck where they are. And so the mental shifts that are necessary to get out of the old paradigms and create new ones, they don't happen. And the ways people stay stuck are believing they don't have enough time to do the things they need to do to change their lives. That's what we're going to talk about today. Other things are money or feeling like they don't want to take, well, again, it comes down to time and money. They don't want to take time away from their family or, you know, spend money on themselves. And there are a lot of other ones, but those are the biggest ones that um, it boils down to. And I know from my own experience that sometimes you have to take those scary leaps and do, you know, do time differently, do money differently, do relationships differently in order to get the life that you want. When I was going through my divorce... I mean, first of all, in the beginning, it was a hot mess. I was, I was mourning and grieving and I was in the thick of it. But it was a beautiful opportunity for me to really create a life that was mine and that no one could take away from me. An epic, amazing life that I get to decide what it looks like. But I couldn't have that attitude about my life. I couldn't have that feeling that, oh my gosh, this is an opportunity for me to create the life I want if I wasn't willing to do things differently. And the story I'm going to tell you, and I've told this story before, but when I really got a sense that I probably needed to make some shifts in my thoughts and my beliefs, was when I reconnected with my friend Darla, who was on the podcast like two episodes ago about shifting energy patterns. Um, She's amazing, and I've learned so much from her. But she was an old college friend And I reconnected with Darla after kind of falling out of touch for a while. And I knew that she was a coach and she was a business coach. I didn't know exactly what she did, but I thought maybe she can help me figure out what I want to do for a career, how I can make money now that I'm a single mom or I don't have the support of a partner and had been a stay at home mom, essentially with a side business, but for a long time. And I knew I did not want to go back to corporate cubicle work. I knew that much. And so I reconnected with her, and she invited me to participate in a retreat she was holding. And the cost of that retreat was $14,000. And I had never heard anyone. i had no, That was just unthinkable to me. I couldn't wrap my head around that. But when we had the conversation, some of the things that she said to me were hard to hear, but the conversation, it opened up a new possibility for me, and I wasn't quite on board at the end of that conversation. I wasn't quite on board, but she did get me thinking about, if I want to have different results, I need to make different choices, and so I ended up actually, a better fit for me was actually a one-on-one coach, over time to work with. And so I didn't have the money to really pay for that, you know, and I think I put it on a credit card, which is not something that is for everyone, but for me it it was it worked for me and I'm so glad I did. The time wasn't really as much of a concern for me, but the reason I tell the story is because in order to change the results I had in order to change my trajectory I needed to shift my thinking in some way I needed to give myself a different experience and it's the same with people that are afraid of not having enough time to do the work what I want to offer as well we're gonna I mean we're gonna talk about the time one today but what I want to offer as well is that when we're afraid of committing to money or time, or other things. If we're not willing to lay that down on the line, it says a lot about your belief in yourself, okay? If you believed you could change your life, if you believed that you could get results, you'd have no problem doing that. Spending $3,000 on, or more even, I've spent way more than that on programs, but spending that money to change your life, to go from feeling stuck to feeling amazing, like you are in charge of creating an epic life, that's nothing. So if you believed in your ability to do that, you would do that in a heartbeat. So I do want to offer that is that a lot of this has to do with your belief in yourself. So think about that. So getting back on track about the time thing. In my line of work, as I mentioned, I talk to people who want change, they want to find work that's meaningful. They want better relationships with their kids, their partner, friends. Maybe they want to make new friends that are, you know, better, better connections, that are more authentic relationships. Maybe they sometimes are feeling annoyed with themselves for not being farther ahead in life. I know I've been through that one. You know, if you get to a certain age and... You don't have the success in a career that you thought you would, money. Some people are, you know, get to be 40 and they're not married and they don't have kids and they think there's something wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with you. I want to say that. <laughs> so, a lot of people, they're like trying to get over that feeling of I've wasted my best years and stuff like that. I work with a ton of women who are who've been divorced or broken up with someone and they don't really even know who they are anymore without that relationship. But they realize they want to feel good about their life like without a partner so they can attract a partner that's like the cherry on top. But like I said, a really common thing is for people to be afraid of the time commitment to create those results in their life. And whether or not that's coaching with someone or just doing the work on your own, you have to spend the time on yourself to be able to make changes. And if you say that out loud to yourself, it's, I'm afraid that I won't have enough time to change my life. It sounds really silly, right? If you think about it that way. But we just get to the point where we're slaves to time. You know, people think that they don't have time for anything. We think it controls us. It's, it's opposite. We control time. So, you know, people really have a fear of committing their time. And most of the time, that mentality has come from the beliefs that we've grown up with. Or, I mean, let's face it, we live in a society that is so achievement-driven and busy, 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 do, do, do. So it's easy to get sucked into that. But some of the things that come up for people are just really, it's kind of a blanket statement. People are always like, I don't have time. I don't have enough time. And it almost becomes a habit to think that, or there aren't enough hours in the day, or I can't commit my time because I don't know if I'm going to have enough, or I wish I could clone myself. So really it comes down to time scarcity. But You forget, like I said, that you control time. It's not the other way around. As a coach, I see this all the time in my practice, especially for people who are newly indoctrinated to the world of coaching, like those, the people who aren't really aware yet that as humans, we have full agency over the choices we make regarding time and, well, all other things. Like we are the decider of ultimately, we are the ones that get to control how we decide things, how we respond to things. So you put your own perception of time ahead of changing your life. You're putting time above your happiness. You're putting time before living the life you've always dreamed of living. So I really feel compelled to address this because we always want to love our reasons for saying no to something. And I really don't believe that the reason not enough time gives each of us the respect that we deserve as incredibly unique, valuable human beings on the planet. So let's just call it what it is. One, it's not that you don't have time. You're not making time. It's not a priority. The thing that you're not making time for is not a priority for you. Second, you're not valuing yourself high enough. If you are valuing yourself high enough, Making time for changing your life would trump time. So let's address the first one first. Of course you don't have extra time. No one walks around with extra time on their hands generally. We use all of it that we give ourselves. So it's kind of like when you have a baby. Your life is already busy, right? Yeah, There's not really a good time to have a baby from a purely time perspective, but we have babies because we want them, people that have babies anyway. Some people don't want babies and that's totally fine, but you know, we have babies because we want to have a baby and we're willing to make time for them. So you add this living, breathing, completely dependent thing to your life and you make time for it. You make adjustments and at first it's hard overwhelming, you're exhausted, but eventually, you know, you get in a rhythm and you figure it out. You make it work. You don't really have the time, but you're willing to work to create the time. Also, time is a mental construct. If it wasn't a mental construct, everyone would be equally productive, but we're not. Everyone has different levels of productivity and prioritizing their to-do lists. You know, we all know that person who like gets a ton of stuff done and we wonder how they do it. Like, how do they, do they have a clone? Like, how do they get all this stuff done? How do they do it? And then we also, conversely, we also know the person who like runs in circles and can't like get anything done to save their lives, yet they always seem busy, the bottom line, though, is that we make time for what feels important to us. And that leads me to point number two, is that you're not valuing yourself enough if you're, if you're not willing to commit time to your own transformation. When you're willing to put your happiness, feeling alive, loving your life ahead of things like a job you don't love, a relationship that doesn't fill you up, menial tasks on your to-do list, or things that aren't really even you in the first place, you're not valuing yourself. You're not valuing you. And you have to value yourself in order to live that big, epic life that you dream of. And when I say big, epic life, I don't mean yachts and mansions. I mean, it could be if that's what a big, epic life to you is. But it's the big epic life for you is whatever you decide it is, you know, what is wealth to you? Or what is happiness to you? It's whatever you decide it is. But you have to value yourself in order to make change that creates that life that you want. You have to be willing to do the hard things to be who you're meant to be. And at the end of the day, That's what our purpose here is for, is to be who we're meant to be. And like I said, to be that, to get to that place of, well, I want to say come home to that place because that's what we are at our core. There's just a lot of things that cover it up that we've put on over our years of being alive and we need to just take that stuff off. So you have to do things differently than you've always done in order to really stand in your truth. And that quite simply means that in order to live the life that you want to live, you'll need to change how you live it. And you can't change your life using the same thinking that created the life you have now. And that's just like my good old buddy Albert Einstein said, you cannot solve your problems using the same thinking that created them. Touche, Mr. Einstein. Of course, it feels hard to make time for yourself. You've likely not made yourself a priority before. And if that's the case, you might have some limiting beliefs like, I might be judged if I take too much time for myself. Others should come first. Self-care is selfish. I need to show others I love them more than I love myself. Putting myself first is selfish. It's my job to take care of everyone. I'm responsible for others feelings or happiness. Strong people sacrifice their needs to meet the needs of others. My circumstances control me. I don't have control over them. Others depend on me and can't survive without me. Others are worth more than I am. If any of those sound familiar, Congratulations, you are normal. (laughs) But there's a cost to putting yourself low on your own totem pole. It's huge. So, Brene Brown, one of my favorite authors, and if you listen to this podcast, it's very likely you know who Brene is. And if you don't, go check her out. But she's discovered in her research on wholehearted living that loving yourself more than you love others is actually a critical step to finding happiness and fulfillment. In fact, she actually says that it's impossible to love someone else more than you love yourself. You can only love someone else as much as you love yourself. And, you know, if you've read anything about relationships, that's what relationship experts say is that you have to really love who you are to love someone else fully and to find a healthy relationship you have to really know who you are too and be confident in standing on your own two feet and that's when you attract relationships that are amazing and taking care of yourself is actually the the path to fulfillment in your life period your work your relationships everything else and it's also a gift to others When your needs are met and you feel good about yourself, it's so much easier to put others' needs in front of your own. Sometimes we do that. It's just you shouldn't do it all the time. (laughs) You know, it's easier. We've all heard this. You need to have a full cup in order to help others. So it's much easier to give to other people when your own cup is full, when you're recharged, ready to go. And when your cup is full, it's also a lot easier to be clear about which things you can take off your plates or, you know, kick down the priority list by a couple of notches. And putting yourself first can actually save time as well. When you're filled up and ready to go, you're much more likely to be effective, efficient, Your head will be clear. You'll be able to make better decisions. You'll be able to really listen to your intuition, your heart. You'll have better relationships, better communication. You'll have more fun. The list goes on. You'll be able to make strides in changing what isn't working in your life. But again, to do that, you have got to shift your thinking as it relates to time and money, and other things, in order to make the changes necessary for you to love your life. So instead of subscribing to the thought, I might be judged if I take time out or spend money on my happiness, you may want to try this on. I might be judged, but I'd rather be happy living the life I dream of than miserable looking good to someone else, right? I mean... What's the point of life if you live it miserable because you're trying to make other people happy or, or to get approval from someone else? Like you're, you're doing things to look good and you're getting the thumbs up or the pat on the back from someone else, but yet you get that. And it momentarily makes you feel good because you've made someone else happy or made someone else give you the the thumbs up, the pat on the back but yet you still feel empty because you're not doing the things that fill you up. Or instead of the thought, putting myself first is selfish, try this one. Everyone deserves to have their needs met, including me. Yes, because that's so true. And instead of thinking, others depend on me and can't survive without me, think this instead. They don't have to survive without me forever, but they sure can wait while I'm taking care of myself. And I need to take care of myself because I'm important too. It's true. You're worth it. You deserve it. So next time you find yourself faced with the decision to do something that could really change your life and bring you closer to living the life you dream of, just take a pause. Pause and ask yourself, If you say no to that, if you say no to yourself, what else are you saying no to? If you say yes to saving the time or saving the money, are you saying no to happiness, better relationships, a better mindset about your job or career, a new career even, purpose, joy, fulfillment? There's a lot of things that come with saying no to your own personal work to your own thought shifting shifting your own energy patterns there's a lot of things that come with that the ripple effect is huge so stop saying no to the life that lights you up and brings you joy it's totally there and yours for the taking there is an amazing life that wants to get lived through you so start saying yes to yourself However, that shows up, start being willing to think differently, to do things differently. And I promise you, you're going to see different results if you start to do that. All right, friends, I hope this episode was helpful and interesting. And before I go, I want to remind you that I have a great freebie on my website, it's a workbook on how to create a life you love. And it talks a little bit about some of this. You should go download it because it will help you think about what you want in your life and what things you might need to do to, to change it. Because it is possible. Whatever you really desire in your life, you can have that. There is a way. But you got to be willing to think differently. You got to be willing to believe in yourself and that workbook will help you get started. So go do that, CourtneyRivard.com slash life and shoot me an email if you have any questions. All right, friends, I will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Real, Brave, and Unstoppable. If you'd like to learn more about creating an authentic life that's true to who you are, Visit CourtneyRivard.com slash love life to download your free guide on how to build your vision and create a life that you love. You'll be so glad you did. I'll see you next time.